Hello and welcome to Direct and Unfiltered with the Bearded Mystic and I'm your host Rahul N. Singh. Thank you for taking out the time today to either watch or listen to this podcast episode. If you would like to submit a question for Direct and Unfiltered with the Bearded Mystic, there is a survey that you can complete which is in the video description and show notes below or you can send an email to beardedmysticpodcast at gmail.com. Some announcements before we begin with the question that we have today. If you'd like to give your support to the Bearded Mystic Podcast, you can do so by signing up to the podcast Patreon page for ad-free and bonus episodes and other benefits depending on the tier that you select. Details are in the show notes and video description below. Every Saturday at 11am Eastern Standard Time, there is a free virtual meditation session along with discussion and Q&A. Please find the details in the show notes and video description below. Please like, comment and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. If you're listening to this on your favourite podcast streaming app, please give this podcast a 5 star rating and review the podcast and do follow or subscribe to get future episodes. We have a question from Dylan G. And the question is, how should one stand up for oneself? You said that you should never allow yourself to be spoken to in a lesser manner and to empower yourself. How do we go about doing this? I can always find more issues and room for improvement than qualities to be happy with. And when I do, I feel as though my ego is taking over. So how can one empower oneself without allowing the ego to grow? A very good question, Dylan G, and one that is not so easy to answer, in my opinion, because it's really walking on a very thin line. So first of all, how can one stand up for oneself? First of all, know your value. Know who you are. Discover who you are. And also analyze the person in front of you. The person in front of you, are they true to themselves? Maybe they have a problem that they are facing. Maybe it's about taking them away from the group because mostly people do things to others to look good in front of other people. So sometimes you may have to go back and just ask that person, you know, is everything okay? Is there anything wrong? Is life going fine for you? Do I need to help you in any way? Can I help you in any way? Now, some people may say that's unrealistic, but unless you tried, it's always going to be unrealistic. So first of all, try that. The other one is be silent. Sometimes we just need to let go of the mind chatter. Sometimes the mind makes it more worse than it actually is. Sometimes we think in such a way where we're like, oh, that person spoke to me this way, so therefore I'm going to show him who I am. I'm going to show him what I'm made of. Yeah. But you can do that with silence. You can do that with love and compassion. Now, say you are in that moment where you're being spoken to and there's a group around you and you now have to respond. You may ignore it once, you can ignore it twice, but the third time, yes, you do have to stand up for yourself and you have to say, I don't want this to continue. 
What is your problem? When is this going to stop? Now, you can follow the due diligence process if you're at school or, or at work. You know, there's processes in place, there's procedures in place where you can sort out the bullying and actually put in a request to have this investigated. But a lot of people are uncomfortable with that. But you can always do it without kind of bringing up conflict. And sometimes also the other person can be a good mirror to highlight where you may be producing the same type of behaviors. Sometimes we think, oh, other people are behaving in such a way. Actually, you could take a look within and see, am I acting in the same way to anyone else? Am I being harmful to someone else? Somewhere, if you're putting someone down, you will find that you have been put down by somebody. Now, that could be your parents, that could be your school friends, that could be your work colleagues, your boss. It could be from anywhere. But you will find that it's happening from some place, hence you have that. So whenever someone's bullying you or whenever someone's putting you down, somewhere they are being put down themselves. Somewhere there is something that's not right. And that's why being compassionate towards them is so important because they're seeking out that compassion, but their only way of releasing what conflict they have is by producing more conflict. And what they don't understand is, is that they're putting themselves in this endless cycle that will never be resolved. So you can actually put a break to that Dillinji by actually pausing and asking the person what's wrong. You can take the person to the side eventually. Find an opportunity maybe later on to say, what's wrong? Let's let's talk this out. Now, sometimes I know this may not be possible. I understand some things can be very childish, but when we're adults, it's expected that we can do that. And I have found in my own life that when I have not retaliated or when I have followed the procedures, things have been dealt with. For example, I remember being bullied when I was at school. And this was because uh, of the color of my skin. And it was during, it was just after 9-11. And despite not being Muslim, I was called a Taliban. And I followed the process. I went to, actually, I went to a different deputy head because I found one of the deputy head teachers to be racist because of some comments that were made in a history class when we were talking about colonialism of all things. And I went to the head teacher, a deputy head teacher, and he got it sorted. That person, all I was told was that person will never say a single word to me. Now that person who bullied me never said a single word to me, never did, never bothered. And we never crossed paths again. I don't know where he is right now. I don't care where he is right now. But all I can say is right now, I just feel like that was my way of standing up to them. Even when it's come to in the workplace, when I have found that people have been treating me unfairly, I've either ended up resigning from that job because I felt that this is going to go nowhere. 
or I filed a complaint and things have been dealt with. Yes, you will hear of cases where things, where there is retaliation and I'm not going to say that does not happen. I've seen it happen, but I've not experienced that myself. I've found that the process does work. The other part of it is just being silent. When you show that it's not affecting you, that that for them sends a big message because they will push you to respond, to react. But if you end up not giving that, they will end up questioning, what are you made of? That you're not retaliating, that you're not re reacting to me, that you're not trying to match up that energy. Because remember, you know, a lot of people utilize the Mahabharata as a, a way to say that we should fight. Well, do they ignore the whole aspect of the Mahabharata was about avoiding conflict and actually avoiding fighting? There's a whole monologue about the importance of non-violence and when I say non-violence I even mean non-reaction so even with your words you do not say anything so the way to empower yourself first of all is know who you are now Dylan G you are this formless awareness therefore if someone says anything to you is to the name and form is to Prakriti and what a fool is that person because they think that's you First of all, you know who you are. Whenever somebody says something to you, automatically it should go to formless awareness and it dissolves away. So you will automatically be unaffected. That's what detachment is. That's viragya. When no matter what someone says to you, good or bad, does not affect you. There's another part to your answer. And I know it's based from a meditation session we had. You said that you always find more issues and room for improvement in qualities to be happy with when you're analyzing yourself. Now, don't be too harsh on yourself also. Be honest, that's all. If you're being honest and you find more issues and room for improvement, that's good. But also recognize the qualities that you're happy with and look to strengthen them or look to find other qualities that you can use to be happy about. Now that's the room for improvement. Be happy about it. Be happy that you even recognize this. How many people go through life without knowing they need to improve or by thinking they have improved but done nothing? At least be happy about that. Main thing is be happy, be honest, and that's, and that's all. Now, the unfortunate thing is that people equate and this is why you say, how can one empower oneself without allowing the ego to grow? It's because there is this notion that people have made up that if you know what you're good at, that somehow that brings ego. No, you know your value. You know what you're bringing to the table. And you should damn well be proud. Why shouldn't you be? You've worked on those attributes. Some of them may be natural to you, but you've cultivated them. So be proud. And the way to avoid getting egoic, and this is important to recognize, is remember that you're formless awareness and that these qualities belong to this body and mind. 
So if this body and mind changes, those qualities could change. Therefore, go back to formless awareness. That's how you allow the ego not to grow. You stop the ego from growing and you stop the ego from identifying with the mind and body. You tell the ego you have formless awareness. That's what you are. And by default, the ego dissolves all sorts of power and rests in formless awareness. So therefore, the real power that you have is formless awareness. And that's ultimately what we all are looking for. So Dilanji, all I've got to say is you may find more issues with yourself. You may find that there's more room for improvement. That's good. That's being humble. That's being honest. But remember, side by side, look at the good qualities and be happy about them. Be proud of them and look to strengthen them. That's all. And remember that these qualities that you have just belong to the body and mind not to the Atma, not to your true self. So I hope I've answered your question. Thank you very much for asking this. If you like this episode and feel someone needs to listen to this, do share this podcast with your friends and family who may enjoy this content or share this YouTube video. If you would like to support the podcast because you've been happy with what you've been listening to and you feel like you want to support this channel, then do sign up to the podcast Patreon page and the details for that are in the show notes and video description below. If you want to submit a question for direct and unfiltered, you can do so by completing the survey or sending an email to beardedmysticpodcast at gmail.com. Please do like and comment on this video and subscribe to this YouTube channel. Do follow or subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. Thank you very much for listening. Take care. Bye.